welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, JA, and I am joined, as always, always by my Buccaneer super fan, R. Garraway, wearing all the kit tonight, Super Bowl Champions kit. Have a look at him. If you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube and have a look. This man is flying. How are you, buddy? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. You must be feeling all right after some free agency. It looks like, uh, as they like to say, your bucks are running it back, as they would say. We will talk about it when we get to it, but good to see a lot of re-signings. Yeah, okay, we're gonna, we were just talking before. No mucking around at the top of the show tonight. Burnley Brewing. Thank you. Love your work. Appreciate your sponsorship. We're having a beer, as always. Head to Burnley Brewing, 648 Bridge Road in Richmond. Um, get around them. Follow them, all the socials, all the usual stuff. Uh, Patreon, I'm doing the Chase Winnivich helmet. Sorry, guys. I've been absolutely flat out with everything. I will get to it this week. And then the Mark Andrews helmet is uh, is the next one, which is just there. Patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. All the descriptions are below. Um, thank you to our Patreons. But without further ado, let's just launch into free agency, Richie. Um some massive signings have happened. An exciting free agency. Some some trades. People have gone nuts with the trades, which has been really cool. Um, what I thought we'd do is something a bit cool for tonight, and we get up. We'll get rid of this and get up on the screen. The uh, team will go team by team. There's 32 of them, so we can't spend too long on each team. But we'll go through the teams, talk about you know maybe one we like each, and go from there. And we'll start in Buffalo. Uh, they signed Emmanuel Sanders. Tackle Darrow Williams, so they re-signed. John Feliciano, they re-signed. Two big signings. Matt Milano, they re-signed to a, a reasonably good contract there. Four years, $41 million. It's good for both teams. Levi Wallace, they re-signed. And the punter, they re-signed. So, bought back all their guys. I think the Bills are poised to have a good season. They're obviously going to add some stuff in the draft, Richie. But bringing back their talented players, I, I, I like it when teams do this. Yeah, and if you look outside their own re-signings, the signing of Emmanuel Sanders... I really like. Yeah. Like, I think this gives them another weapon on the outside. And, you know, they're running it back to a certain extent as well. Resigned yeah. all the guys. Getting Darryl Williams signed was a really good signing. He's a good player. Um, not a massive amount of, that's not, that's not a bad deal no, either. No, value. 28.2. No, He's a good football player. He's a good football player. He yep. just got a good contract. Yeah, he did. I think, he got I think paid well. pretty fair. So, but you can't get guys like that walking out the door unless you have to pay them superstar money and they're not superstars. Yeah, so, agreed. All in all, I really like it. Um, there's probably another move or two left for the Bills. We'll um, talk at the end. Some guys left. To, we'll go through the, the kind of the top yeah. guys left at the end. Um, and they've got their throw. draft to come. But um, yeah. all in all, if you're a Bills fan, got to be happy. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. They've been pretty active. They signed Jacoby Brissett, who was... What everyone kind of thought was the the key backup this season. Um, he got the five million dollar contract. Can get a bit more if he plays a bit. Malcolm Brown, the running back. Adam Pankey, the tackle. Isaiah Wilson, we talked about last week. They traded for him for absolutely nothing. The first round pick from last year. Adam Butler, they traded for Bernardrick McKinney from the Texans. The Texans are dumping everything at the moment. I think this is a great deal. They gave him Shaq Lawson, who has not been a good performer for them the last couple of years. It's a bit of a salary dump too. McKinney's a really, really solid inside linebacker. It's been playing for a while. Um, they signed Justin Coleman, who's a, a really good slot corner, and signed the punter, Mike Pilati. The, the big one for me here is Bernardrick McKinney. I think he's a really good football player that's got a lot to give to that team. I think it's a great, a great addition. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, 
I also like the signing of Brissett. Clearly, they didn't bring um, Fitzmagic back. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. Um, it's a professional backup. He's been in the league a long time now. So good, I think good player good if you have to rely on him too. Exactly. If you need him to play games, he's not going to let you down. He's going to be fine. It takes um, pressure off Tua though. I think bringing back Fitzmagic would have put the pressure on Tua to be like, hey, you got to perform now. You know what I mean? Agreed. And uh, Fitzmagic's going to start. Like he, He's a starter in this league. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got to, got to wait and see. But... I really like the Jacoby Brissett signing. Um, that's perfect backup money. That's what you pay for good backups. Yep. Um, and and obviously the the re-signing of, of their other tackle. Um, and Pensky, along with the trade to add Isaiah Wilson, yeah, they're strengthening up the lines, which we always like to see. Yeah, yeah. I think they've, they've been one of the worst offensive lines for a few seasons now. They've, they've got to improve that. And they're trying. They're trying. Look, I don't know if Isaiah Wilson's going to work out, but at least they're trying. They're doing what they can. Um, they took a guy you in the bring, first round last year as well. Um, I've forgotten his name. Bring, they, they bring in first talent. Guy last let year. Com- yeah. Bring in talent. Let them compete. Yeah, 100%. Love it. Uh, get to the New England Patriots who went absolutely off in free agency. Give Bill Belichick one bad season um, and look what he does. He's falling back. They've re-signed Cam Newton for basically $14 million, which I was I was fairly shocked by. They then went out and got Nelson Aguilar, who had a, an okay season last year. Wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, who's you know been a real like good second or third guy at the 49ers. They signed tight end Hunter Henry, who's you know one of the better tight ends in the league. Tight end Jono Smith, who's the, you know the talk of the town at the moment, got <laughs> almost $13 million per year. Um, they traded back Trent Brown. From the the Raiders, who they got, who they let leave in France a couple of years ago, so they got him back for a fifth round pick, which I think is a bargain. You put him on that offensive line, he's going to be an instant upgrade. Um, they inside Ted Karras, who's a really solid center. They bought back um, Detrick Wise Jr., who's been a good player for them. Davin Godchucks is a big interior lineman from Miami, again an in division guy. Henry Anderson, big strong interior lineman from the Jets, another guy. Matt Judon, they went and take from the. From the from the Ravens, who's a I wouldn't say he's a you know elite outside linebacker, but a very good one. Um, he's, he's a very good linebacker. It was a good signing. They bring back Kyle Van Noy, who we talked about being cut. Like, just never sign a Patriot. That's what you should do because you sign them, they mm-hmm. go and have a crap year. You cut them and they go back and they they take all your money and go and take no money from the Patriots. Um, and they re-signed Justin Bethel um to play a slot corner for them. Uh, to three years, six million, which is just such little money for a solid for a solid corner. And they signed Jalen Mills from the Eagles, four years, twenty four million. Um, I think the notable ones here for me, Rich, are the two tight ends. Um, and yes. I think it's a real indication of, uh, and people are probably gonna, Patriots fans are going to be upset with me here. It's a real indication of Josh McDaniels' limitations as a coach. Like he didn't know what to do last year without Brady. So what he's doing is go, oh, let's bring back in two tight ends and do what we used to do and see if it works. Um, I, I think it's a it's kind of a crutch for him. He he needs his tight ends. They also drafted two tight ends in the third round last year. So year. they had guys. Uh, I don't know. I love the offensive line moves. I love Kyle Van Noy. I love Matt Judon. I love the two interior linemen with with Godchucks and, uh, and Anderson. I think they're going to be instantly solidified. They also get Hightower back from... Um, from having a year off, they get Patrick Chung back at safety. So, from COVID, yeah, they're adding a lot of talent. Um, but the head scratcher for me is Cam Newton. I thought he was dreadful last year. I, I don't see the point. I agree in that 
he was dreadful last year. I do see the point though. You think you're going to be able to sign all these guys to free agents if yeah. they're coming to play with um oh God, who's the backup? Um ah, I forgot his name. That's oh how God, bad he is. So blank. Yeah, well, the young you guy. So they basically had to have at least Cam Newton and then potentially look for something else. At the end of the day, like a deal worth up to 13.6 million. He is not getting 13.6. You want him to get close. His no. base salary is 5.1. He's getting mm-hmm. 5.1. The incentives by all reports are astronomical. Jarrett Stidham is the backup. Stidham, that's yeah. it. So he has will have to play at an elite level to mm-hmm. hit all those bonuses to get paid 13 million. And if they do, 13 million is a bargain. Yeah. So who cares? Basically, you've got Cam Newton. You had him for two years for seven million bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's a chance, and I I do like they added a couple of talented receivers. I really like Kendrick Bourne. I think he's a really good athlete. Nelson Aguilar is a really good athlete. He had some. He can stretch the field for them. I don't think he's a good receiver, but he can stretch the field. So they're adding areas that he's, they need to add. He's coming off a career year, and, and he just got paid for it. I think he's been overpaid. I don't think he's the player he was last year. I think he was the player for the years before that. Yeah. But, hey, good for him. He got paid. I heard um, a good line today, never overpay someone else's players. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is you want to bring somebody in in free agency. That's what you've got to do. You've got to overpay. That's life. Yeah. They had the salary cap. Use it. Put it all into this year so you're not hindered for, for, for later years. Yeah. And, and go for it. I do like the two tight ends. Mm-hmm. Tight, good tight ends are the ultimate matchup in modern football. Yep. And they're both do matchup you, problems. They're both, exactly. They are both very good so, tight ends. Do you put a, a nickel and a dime on the field? Do you um, put linebackers out who can cover? It, it's a nightmare. Modern day tight end, if you've got good ones, are the best weapons in the NFL besides absolute speed receivers. So I like it. I think Hunter Henry's been overpaid for potential. I think Joe Smith has certainly been overpaid. Well, he's the he's the ballad the ball at the moment, old Hunter, old sure um, John O. Smith. Everyone thinks he's the next big thing. If it works out, Belichick's a genius, and I'm just a dude doing a podcast in Australia. <laughs> yeah, this, could blow, this could blow up in his face. Oh but yeah, we'll it see. definitely could. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, let's move on to the New York Jets. They were fairly quiet. They made a couple of all right moves. Obviously, Marcus May was tagged. We talked about him. They signed uh, Josh Adams. He was a re-signing. Wide receiver Corey Davis, who was the you know the first-round pick for the Titans for a couple of years ago. Don't know if I love giving him the money. Um, Three-year, 37 and a half minutes, a lot of money for guys. Only had really had one good year. And his one good year, he didn't even get a 1,000-yard season. So... Not sure about that. Defensive end, Carl Lawson. I really like him from Cincinnati. He's a very good edge rusher. Um, so, funny story, he's had the best. He will have, if he plays like he did last year, his PFF grade will be the best edge rushing grade that a New York Jets edge defender has had since Aaron Maben. Aaron Maben was the number three pick who was an absolute bust for the Jets, um, which shocks me. It just shows how bad their edge has been since then. Um, and then Jared Davis, again, a former first-round pick who didn't quite work out at the, at the Detroit Lions. They're giving him a one-year deal to see what he can do. Um, I said, all in all, I, 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 they, they didn't make splashy moves. I don't love the Corey Davis. As I said, don't pay for someone else's first-round picks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't love it, but they've got the money. So they, they're going to take chances. They're gonna, they, they know they're going to take a quarterback. You know, or they're either going to take a quarterback or rely on Donald. So... They're just trying to get some weapons in the building that can that can help with that, you know? And I think that's... You can't knock them for trying to do that, you know? All the red-hot talk is they still don't know what they're going to do at quarterback, which is just crazy to me. Yeah. I would it's keep crazy. Darnold. 
I've made it very clear. I would roll with Darnold for another year. If he sucks, you're going to be in. You're going to unless you can get Lawrence. There's no point because the other guys. There's like three other guys now that they're arguing about. Like Trey Lance from Dakota, North Dakota State, is now coming up into the picture with the other three guys, the other two guys, Luke Wilson and yeah. Fields. Like it's it's a crapshoot. Now one of them might be good, but what if you get the Trubisky of them? That's not that's what worries me. Roll with Darnold. Give him some players. Give him an opportunity. Your offensive line is going to be better this year. Take that that Panay Sewell, you know, the, the really good left tackle from Oregon. Take him yeah. and 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 see how you go. And, and like, just have two really good tackles and put Darnold in, and then make your decision next year. You're going to have the same options in the draft. You know, similar options. Yeah. That, that's my thoughts. They've got they've got four picks inside fifty this year. Or oh, sorry, I think the fourth. Take a second round QB. Hey, if maybe Trey Lance falls to the back of the first and then go, all right, cool, let's go up now and get him. Let's do it. Let's They've got 19. I'm telling you, one of those quarterbacks will be there. At there you go. Yeah, I, I really want a quarterback. They've, I, uh, they more and more I think about it. They have to. And if, if you're not going to and you're going to take a quarterback, get rid of Darnold. Do not do that to that kid. Don't don't bring a quarterback in to screw him over. Well, the big thing, this is the thing they can do. If they take talent with those first two picks, you bring. Mm. Obviously, probably the best O lineman in the draft, and you get a, another elite college player, yep. which is what you're going to get in the first round. If Darnold isn't up to it, you're going to be picking in the top five again next year. Yeah, just get the quarterback then. Agreed. Yeah, I, that, that that's 100 what I'd be doing. I, I think they're they're all right. I think they're gonna. I think the judge will be better next year. I don't know how much better, but I like Robert Sala. Um, I like what he's doing. I think he'll feel. Like guys like Jared Davis and Carl Lawson, who are, who have been good players. Jared Davis, not so much, but Carl Lawson's been a good player at Cincinnati. But he's got he's got great pedigree. You know, first round pick. I think he was a top fifteen pick for the for the um, Detroit Lions. And no one works out in Detroit, so why wouldn't you take a chance on him? It's a one year, seven million. Who cares? I would. Yep. Um, That's a bargain. Let's move on. Baltimore Ravens. As always, I just kind of love what the Baltimore Ravens do all the time. Tight end Josh Oliver. They they acquired in a trade with the Jaguars. You don't know much about him. He's kind of an athletic, you know, big tight end. Also does a bit of blocking, which we know the Ravens like. Kevin Zeitler, three years, 20, 22 million. I think he got cut by the by the Giants because of salary cap issues. He's not a bad football player at all, Kevin Zeitler. I I love that signing. Tyus Bowser, big inside defensive end. You know, that 3-4, big, powerful guy inside. Penel McPhee, they bought back. I think they bought him back when they lost Judon. They were like, okay, we've lost Judon. We'd better, better bring back our other guy. Um, Justin Ellis re-signed and Derek Wolf re-signed. Derek Wolf again, big, strong interior lineman. You can see what the Ravens are trying to do here. They want to solidify their offensive line and Kevin Zeit was going to help with that ever since they, when they lost Marshall Yander last year it really hurt them they've got bookend tackles they've got a good center um, and then they, they add that guard in to help out there probably draft another one maybe another two but they're trying to run and stop the run and that's what they're doing with this with this free agency they're just building on what they want to be good at and I like that I like teams that build on their strengths yeah I mean re-signing Bowser McPhee Ellison Wolf just make sure of your D-line it's um they were good last year. Mm-hmm. There'd be no reason why they're not going to be good again. Um, I don't, I'd, I'd like the Ravens to get a couple of genuine offensive threats. Yep. Maybe in the draft this year. Um, but as we always say, if you've got a good O line, good D line, you're going to be able to compete because they've already got the quarterback. That's that's the key, and that's the thing. You've got to go, and they've got an unusual plan as well, which I like. They, you know, 
their quarter, their offense is a different style. It's really, really hard to compute. If you've got big, strong offensive line and a couple of big tight ends and then a good D line and you can just drain clock and drain clock, it's it, it's it's going to be good. I think the Ravens, I, I like what they're doing. They're building on their strengths. They're keeping with it. And I don't think they'll be done. They'll be guys that are making moves with the back end of the draft too. They'll be on the back end of the, the free agency. They'll be signing, you know, those one-year guys, um, maybe, yeah. a, maybe a Goliday, which I think we'll talk about a bit later. Um, go to the Bengals. Uh, they signed Brandon Allen, re-signed him. He'll be a backup QB. We all know that. Trey Hendrickson, they got from the, the New Orleans Saints, who's a really, really good edge rusher. I think it's a great addition. Um, Larry Ogunjobi, who is from the Cleveland Browns. Again, another strong interior lineman. Chibade Awuzie, um, ex-Cowboys ex, um, corner. Really solid guy. Struggled with injuries last year. I wouldn't say he's a top, you know, top corner in the league, but he's a good starter and you you know you need those good starters in the NFL. Um, Mike Hilton again from the Colts, similar guy, similar to Chibade Wuzier. They're trying to solidify that. Brandon Wilson re-signed and the long snapper Clark Harris re-signed. Um, I I really like two here. Trey Hendrickson, he was he was the Saints best edge rusher last year and it kind of wasn't even close. Um, I know everyone I loves love Cameron Jordan or Jordan, nah, Cameron Jordan. I know everyone loves him, and I do too. But Henderson was their best player last year, on, on their best defensive lineman. So they've they've snagged snacked him up. And um, Chibadeh Wuzi, I think he's a really solid corner. Yes. I thought the Cowboys would have had a chance at him, um, but they signed another guy. I think after losing Awuzie, um, said the Bengals are going to be active. They're going to sign more. They've got cap, but so far nothing here that I'm worried about in terms of overpaying for guys. No, and they're in their QB window. When you've got a rookie quarterback who we think is going to be able to do it. Now, obviously, he's got a serious knee injury to come back from. But when you've got a QB, he's knee, on that rookie deal. Knees are the new ankles, Richie. Knees are the new ankles. They don't matter anymore. They, the <laughs> medicine's so good. Haven't you heard that? Knees, knees don't matter anymore. <laughs> it's Achilles now. You just don't want to have an Achilles injury. That's the bad oh, one. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> you know what? I've even forgotten about that, how well that works right now. Um, let's move on on that one. Let's move to, to your beautiful wife's Cleveland Browns. Um, didn't do a lot of not, nothing too fancy. Resigned Rashad Higgins. Resigned Malcolm Smith as kind of a, a just a you know, contributor, more of a special teams guy. Taking a bit of a, a shot on Takaris McKinley, who was cut by the Ravens last year. He was a first-round pick. It's a one-year deal worth up to $4 million. I think the base salary is about $1.1 million. So it's, yeah, nothing. it's nothing. It'll be sack-based. Um, and then they made a splash move, signing one of the better safeties from the last two years in the league. Safety John mm-hmm. Johnson, three-year, $33.5 million. He is from, um, he's from the, the Rams. Really good safety. I think the Rams would be really disappointed to let him go. But I think that's a great signing. That was kind of... Their struggle last year, the, the back end of the defense, they did get burned deep a little bit. So um, hopefully they can help solidify that. But I said, not spending a lot of money. They're building off what they've got. They have lost a couple of guys, but all in all, I, I don't mind the moves. Yeah, I love the John Johnson signing. Yeah. I think I think he's a really, really good safety. That's a good defense anyway, and yep. adding him to it only improves it. Um, Rustain Rashad Higgins, most people would not know who he is. He is a really good number three receiver. He has exceptional hands. They should um, trade. Um, what's his name? Odell. Odell. Yeah, I would too. And but they're not going to. So they might. There's there's still made, speculation. Yeah, we'll see. They've made all their special moves in the in the years leading into this. Yeah. To, to, to getting the team to where it is now. So all they need to do now is is nail the draft. The draft. Their O line's yeah. done. Add a couple of key, con- like similar to what the Bucks did, you know, a couple of years ago, or you know, as and then this year it's capitalized. 
add a couple of key contributors, maybe a real good game breaker that does some kick returns and some slot stuff for you. Um, a running back, maybe. Oh, definitely not a running back. They got because they've still got um, Kareem Hunt, the punter, don't they? Playing running yep. back, and and then yeah, Chubb, obviously. But yeah, maybe just like a, a playmaker, um, you know, an edge rusher, like a real good edge rusher to go opposite Miles Garrett. You know, that's that's all they have got to do. They don't have to do a lot to be. If they if they can, can if they can get what they got last year out of all their guys, they're going to be even better next year. I'm I'm just going to be a spoiler alert. I'm going to be pretty high on the Cleveland Browns rolling into next season, and um, a team I'm not going to be very high on, and I'm nothing's exciting me here is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they signed Ray Ray McLeod. I think he was Arizona last year. This is a depth linebacker signing. You know. He's not a, a he's not a spectacular player. Um, they signed O, o tackle Zach Banner. Can't even. Oh, sorry, he, he was re-signed. He was the backup last year. He ended up starting a few games because of injury. Linebacker BJ Finney signed a one-year contract, and cornerback Cameron Sutton re-signed. They've made no moves. They don't have a ton of salary. Um, good thing is a couple of their guys, like Alejandro Villanueva, their left tackle, hasn't re-signed anywhere. Looks like he's going to be one of those kind of back-end deals. So they might have a chance to bring him back. Um, but you know, a team that. I don't think were that good last year offensively. They've added nothing to help them with that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I was big on them last year to have a good year last year because of the circumstances of last year. Yeah. Um, I think they will fall off a cliff this year. Um, I'm not high on them at all. The division's getting stronger no. too. Like the Bengals Very are gonna be the Bengals are gonna be better next year too. I think the division I think it's 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 the Ravens and the Browns division for me right now. See what happens in the draft. Century. Yeah, injuries aside, obviously. I mean, the Browns have just been nailing drafts the last couple of years, um, and it's all coming to fruition now. Look, I think, not that the Steelers bust drafts, but they're going to be able to find receivers. They never get um, an early draft pick, Rich. That's the, that's the problem. Well, that's that's the problem that's with Pittsburgh. Really so, they're always good. So they never, like, they traded up last year to take Bush, Devin Bush, with 10, um, but they traded up to get him. And, and he's he looked like a really good player. He got hurt last year, but they draft well. They just never have the opportunity to get up there. Um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, no, no talk of there from where he's coming. Receiver market for the top, what we thought was the top end guys, has actually been slimmer. And we'll discuss it at the end. There's some receivers sitting around still, um, which we'll certainly have a look yeah. at at the end. Um, let's go to the AFC South. I don't want to spend a lot of time on Houston. They are just, uh, I, I don't understand what they're doing. They signed Tyrod Taylor, um, obviously Deshaun Watson fallback, five and a half million worth up to 12 and a half. I imagine it's or if you start this many games, you're going to get more money because we don't know. Mark Ingram, again, a, a running back. You know, he's on the back end of his career. Andre I'm Roberts, end. a slot wide receiver that, you know, who cares? Uh, Farrow Brown, a tight end, who cares? Marcus Cannon, they got in a trade from New England. Look, they didn't give up a lot for him. I don't hate that trade. I think he's a solid player, but... I don't think that's going to make. Desha- I don't think Deshaun Watson's sitting there going, "Oh, they just got Marcus Cannon." You know what? I'm back in. I'll play. Um, you know. And then they got Justin McRae at guard, Kenny Britt, who's a guard as well, guard center. So I don't know if he's going to do a lot for them. He's been at the Seahawks the last couple of years, who we know have been, you know, a very average offensive line. Shaq Lawson, they got in a trade, but they gave up their best middle line, their best linebacker in Bernardrick McKinney. Um, Derek Rivers, they signed Malik Collins, a guy who's been jumping around since he was drafted by the Cowboys. He's a one-year sort of mercenary sort of player. Um, Camus Gruger-Hill, who's, again, another mercenary sort of linebacker. Christian Kirksey, another mercenary sort of linebacker. Terrence Mitchell, another mercenary sort of corner. Vernon Hargraves, who the Bucks traded and then drafted and then cut. And 
has been okay. They re-sign him. Tavares Smith-Thomas, again, small deal. And Terrence Brooks, again, a small deal. They're just... They're just they are, the ultimate description I've got for the Texans, Rich, is they are treading water right now. And their clothes are on, and their shoes are on, and they're getting heavy, and their arms are getting tired, and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? We're about to drown. We don't have... No one wants to play for us, but crappy one-year starters that aren't going to be here for the long term and aren't going to help us. They've got no draft picks. Their star quarterback, who's their only bargaining chip, is literally like, I want out of your team. I don't care who you've got, how you've got it, or what you're telling me. I want out. The coach met with him. He said, I don't care who you are. I don't want to play for you. So all in all, uh, I think it'd be fair to say the Texans are in a shithole right now. They are not going to be very good. The other thing I'm for the Texans is... Watson did just sign, re-sign a huge deal. Yeah, that's his own, their only capital. For a long time. So that's their only capital. And if they want, I don't know if they will, but if they want, they can find him up the ass every single week and this take is... away so much of that. Do you know what, though? He... For years. But he doesn't. Years. Eventually, they're going to trade him, right? He knows that. His agents know that. They're sitting there going, Deshaun, you're, you're worth probably four first-round picks to this team who have no picks for the next three years and a crap. Like, they've got no value. They've got a coach who's on the hot seat. They've got a GM who's on... Do you reckon the owners are going to be like, oh, it's all good, you know, Watson didn't want to play, so... You, this is you all can, the owner's fault. Yeah, I this agree. But fault. coaches are going to get fired. People are going to get fired. This is their jobs. I guarantee you the, the GM is, and the coach are going to go, we have to trade him. We have to get value for him they, now. But they both just came in. So yeah. if they get fired, they get paid out. Yeah, but but that's the thing. What's, but you're saying they can pay him for as long as they want. Well, they're going to let him sit on the bench for three years not paying him. Just just let him sit there yeah. and not... Uh, I, I think that him the There'll seat will get hot. There's a point where he, he needs money too. Yeah. The biggest thing is if no, if no one's prepared to trade you what you need for him... Mm. You just hold him. I just keep him. I just hold him. I say, all right, you want, you want to play that game? I just it's it's gonna be a, it's a it's a shitty game of chicken they're in and I'm sorry but I think Deshaun Watson has more chips because teams are gonna come and go we want him what do you want well they clearly haven't yet oh, I think they have I, I guarantee you teams have offered them now they offer them what they want I don't know but I they're guarantee you to leave but they don't want to trade him the Texans do not want to trade him. Anyway, we could go that with we maybe we can bring this conversation up again next week because I think it's a good conversation to have. Uh, but yeah, they're in they're in a bad spot and these contracts are are exactly what I mean. <laughs> Quarterback, obviously the Colts. We talked about Carson Wentz. I love that move. I think you know, it's it's a great move. We've gone on about it. Marlon Mack re-signs running back. I personally love that because about a month ago I bought a Marlon Mack signed Colts helmet at a very low price and. Just maybe the value is going to hold for a little bit longer. Maybe he has a huge year and I get some value out of it. Um, so that's cool. But again, very quiet. And the Colts, surprisingly, I know why they're quiet in free agency. They've got 50 million, almost 50 million in cap, but they know why they're holding the money. They've one, got to pay Quentin Nelson, who's going to get the most money an offensive lineman's ever got. Um, I'm, I'm certain of it when it comes up. Um, they've got to sign uh, Buckner's under contract. There's a couple of other guys that, that they've got to re-sign. Uh, the, the other tackle, Ryan Smith, the, the right tackle, they're saving money because they know for a fact that they have to um they have to uh sign those guys in a couple of years. So they're 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 saving their schmeckles for that. And 
I think it's wise. They're, they're making good good football decisions right now, the Colts, and they've added a quarterback who's an who's an upgrade. If they get if they get him at his highest point, he's a massive upgrade on what they've had. So said I tell you, we talked about Browns. I'm Colts won eleven games last year, and everyone thinks they sucked because they were the seven seed. They would have won almost any division in the NFC. That's how good they were. Yeah. Like they were a very good team. So um, anything you want to add on them? Or are you happy to move on? Nah, they haven't done much ever to move on. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars, again, talk about teams in trouble. We talked about the Texans then. Carlos Hyde, two-year deal. Jamal Agnew, three-year deal. Wide receiver. Philip Dorsett, um, one-year deal. Marvin Jones, shining a short-term deal worth $7 million. How much do you want to bet it's a one-year deal? Um, they franchise-tagged Cam Robinson. That's the that's the point they're at. They've got a franchise-tag Cam Robinson. Um, signed guard... Uh, uh, Tyler Shatley they signed re-signed DN Smoot re-signed DN um, Tyson Alulu, um, signed defensive end Jihad Ward D-tackle Malcolm Brown they traded for from the New Orleans Saints that, that, that was a cash dump by the New Orleans Saints I'm sure of it um, signed Robertson Roy Robertson Harris the D-tackle re-signed Sidney Jones who's the bus corner signed Shaquille Griffin from the, from the um, Seahawks who's a, actually a pretty solid player they have incredibly overpaid for him because he's just a solid player. He's very similar to Chibidi Awuzier who got basically half that money. Um, so they've overpaid to get him. But again, they've got the cap. Signed Rudy Ford and signed Ray Sean Jenkins, a safety who's, you know, he's a solid safety, but I wouldn't be paying him $39 million to put it that way. But again, I don't think there's much I have to talk about. None of these moves, they're there, they're players, but there's nothing I'm sitting back going, this is great. <laughs> what a move. When we look at those teams like the Jags and like the Texans, when you suck, you're just trying to bring as much talent into the building as you can, a price as you can handle, and hope somebody breaks out in all the positions. Yeah, that, that's all you can really do at this point, and then draft. Yeah, that's all they can do because they're not a splashy locale. Like, what outstanding receiver is going to go there? Who the, who the hell is going to be the well, quarterback? I guess they've got the money still. We'll talk receivers at the end, but they're like one of those receivers are going to not get enough of a deal from someone that they're going to go. All right, I'll play for the Jaguars. Give me all the money. I'll I'll, I'll play for the Jags. It's going to happen. And then that guy will be there for two years and they'll cut him because they'll have no productivity. And then he'll go sign a one year deal and be good again. Like it's it's it's, it's going to happen. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk some receivers at the end. Tennessee Titans. Um, hopefully, sorry. Before sorry. Go on, go, yeah. Hopefully the um. Hopefully Gotsis gets re-signed there as well. Thank you. It was in my head while I was reading him out. I hope Gotts gets re-signed. I think he played well enough that he'll get a contract. I don't know when it will come. I think he'll get a deal, though. He, he played well for them last year. Um, he's certainly not a, like, you know, high-end starting defensive lineman, but he's versatile. He's good against the run. He can rush from the inside and give you some sort of production there, and he's going to come with it on, on a good deal. He's going to be kind of a... I, I just hope that a good team comes and gets him as like a rotational defensive lineman where he can play on a really good team again. Cause that's, you know, that'd be my wish for him to get onto a really good football team. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I hope he gets paid. That's one thing. Cause it's a business for them. They, those guys want to earn some money. So good luck, Adam. I, I hope you get paid a lot of money. Uh, let's go on to the Tennessee Titans. They signed Anthony Fersker, Jeff Swain re-signed both tight ends. They signed Kendall Lamb, the tackle. He is not a starting guy. He's just going to be a backup. Danico Autry actually had a pretty good year last year. Um, they've, they've signed him to a three-year deal to play interior defensive line. Um, re-signed Jalen Brown, the middle linebacker, which was a good move bringing him back. Signed Janoris Jenkins, who's come over from the Saints, who, again, a solid corner. I wouldn't say he's going to you know, be the best corner in the league next year. He's not going to be an all-pro sort of guy. Um, but he's going to be good for them. 
and then uh, finally the one, the big splash was Bud Dupree. Um, they signed Bud Dupree five years, $85 million, $35 million guaranteed. Coming off a knee injury, it's, it's a lot of money, but Bud Dupree's a premier pass rusher in the NFL. Well, he was last year, and that's what premier pass rushers in the NFL get. They get big, big money, unfortunately. Oh, fortunately for them, unfortunately for other positions. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the one good thing. They took care of a lot of their own business um, and then made a splash with the guy in an area that they really need help in. Yep, yep, agreed. Uh, AFC West, we're moving into the Denver Broncos. Not a lot of moves. Obviously, Justin Simmons was tagged. We talked about him. Ronald Darby comes back after he was drafted by by the uh, Broncos, comes back after a couple of years away. Uh, they re-signed Shelby Harris and they signed Mike Boone from the Vikings, who was their third string running back last year. Might add a little bit of depth to them. Um, I think they've got a few running backs there, but... Not a massive move there. I, I love bringing, getting Simmons back. We've talked about that. And I, I like resigning Shelby Harris. He was a solid player for them last year. And you know what? Ronald Darby, it's not a massive deal. It's, it's again, another solid starting corner. Um, the corner market's a bit weird at the moment. I think they're getting way too much money. But, you know, there's just not that many of them that are good. So you ne- And you need three. You need definitely three and probably four now if you've got an injury. You need four competent, good starters that play corner and you know, can cover. So I think Denver, not nothing splashy, but I, I don't mind them. Denver got a lot of work to do in that they're in a very competitive division mm-hmm. with some teams who are going to be good for a long time because of their quarterback, quarterback situations. They, <laughs> pardon me. Yeah. They've got to get a quarterback that's still, I don't care. People can say Drew Locke as much as they want. They have to solve that issue. Um, and then they can start putting talent around him. Until then, there's no point paying huge money for big free agents because you're just going to waste those years because you don't have a QB. Yeah, 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 spot on. Uh, let's move on. Kansas City Chiefs, um, they re-signed Taco Charlton. That's what I want to talk about. They give big money to, to Joe, Th- Joe mm-hmm. Tooney, who's a, who's a really good guard. He's a you know 16-game-a-year sort of guard, plays every game, plays it at a very high level, um, solid player. I love that signing. And then they get Kyle Long, who is Richie, one of our old favorites, Kyle Long, from that trip we... Love him. That, that camp we went... The clinic we went to in Vegas that time. Um, he retired for the Chicago Bears. They released him from his contract last year and he's decided he wants to come out of retirement and have a crack at it. Um, I think he'll end up playing right tackle for them. Again, they, they cut both their tackles last week, um, Fisher and Jeff Swartz. Fisher was was a, was a money dump sort of thing and Jeff Schwartz there, I think the and injuries... He tore his Achilles. No, Jeff. That was um, that was Fisher, but I think there was a yeah. bit of there was a bit too much money tied up in that too. And Jeff Schwartz, they they released because he's um, I think there's there's speculation he might retire. Um, not sure. We'll, we'll see. But when you've got a star quarterback, you want to protect him. They're trying. You know, you can't knock him for trying. I think Tooney's going to be great. Kyle Long, if he's healthy and plays at a high level, he was an incredibly good football player for the Chicago Bears. So. There's a real chance that he he adds something to them for a very very small amount of money. So, again, love it at the moment. I think Chiefs are they're building in the right areas, not blowing money on stupid things, and um, you know build from the inside out. Let's go to the Las Vegas Raiders, who um they traded three of their offensive linemen, including yeah, Rodney. So H- they they traded Trent Brown, the the left tackle or the right tackle, whatever he was playing for them, to the Patriots. They then traded their right tackle, Gabe Jackson, who didn't play a lot last year because of injury, but the year before was an all-pro or at least a pro bowler. Uh, And then they traded their center, Rodney Hudson, who was our all-pro center this year and had an outstanding season. Traded him away. Re-signed Richie Incognito, who's who's played well the last couple of years. I'm not against that, but 
why trade three? Like that's their strength, the offensive line. Why trade three of them away? I, I I'm really well. I'm I can guarantee you one thing: they're sure as hell not signing um, um, our man up in Seattle now. Not after he's just seen all those bloody linemen no. have to leave. No, there's a lot of talk that the Raiders are extremely cash poor. It's always around, isn't it? It's a salary dump. Um, well, even more so with this COVID year. Yeah, just got this huge new stadium and didn't get a single dollar out of it. Um, it's 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 really interesting. The O-line is one of their strengths. Derek Carr must be sitting there going, Jesus Christ, what the hell am I supposed to play behind now? Do you feel like um, they're setting him up to fail? Well, I don't know why you'd bother doing that. Well, Gruden, Gruden's if, got seven more years on his contract. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, but if you want to move on, just move on. You don't have to cut good players or trade good players to do it. Yeah, so, cut Carr and I save think- your money there. This is bizarre. This is salary cap. I don't, I don't I think, think Gruden knows what he's doing. Crazy. I honestly don't think Gruden knows what he's doing. I think he's when a good coach. Let, I don't think he knows what he's doing with a team angle. Well, when they let Mac go, there was so much talk. It was all about the physical cash because the yeah. guaranteed money. You have to put that up front. They just don't have it. I think these are all money deals. I don't think this has anything to do with the coach, with the GM. But they were told you have to clear money, and that's cash money, not cap money yeah. you have to clear it you've got to get rid of this you've got to do these things um uh, the raiders are, are going down now for mine um what's the point of having a splashy stadium if you're playing crappy football in it because no one's going to turn up yeah i agree i agree they did sign they signed john brown who's the speedster from buffalo who got cut they signed yannick Ngokwe, a really good edge rusher i don't mind that deal he's a you know he's a very good football player Jonathan Hankins, the D-tackle, big, strong interior lineman. They re-signed him. Quinton Jefferson, again, Solomon Thomas getting some money. Um, you know, he's not really an Australian, but, but we'll claim him because he was here once. Um, <laughs> but it's good to see him get a deal after getting an injury. He was a top three pick that hasn't really worked out. Um, but again, nothing that's exciting me too much there. Yannick Ngokwe I like, but... And John Brown I don't like. I don't mind for that money, three and a half million. Like, that's... That that's decent. That's really good for a guy that could be very like an, a Nelson Aguilar sort for them for next year. Probably he's probably an upgrade on Nelson Aguilar, so if he could give them that. Um, but other than that, I just what they've traded away. I think they've had a bad bad off season so far. Um, the LA Charge, yeah, go just for them. We could both have them last in our previews next year. Yeah, in the West. Yeah, I'd, easily. I'm not sold on them. I, I thought they were going up. They're just going backwards now. Um, what happens when you give coaches ten year deals? They just wheel and deal because they they can buy time. Because if he gets if he gets fired, he gets paid for I, seven more years. I genuinely genuinely believe it's deeper than that. Yeah, you're against money problems. Yeah, I really you, do. Do you know when it'll come out? When the GM or the coach get fired? That's when we'll know. He'll come yeah. out and go, "I didn't want to yeah. trade. I didn't want to trade Mac. I didn't want to trade him. I wanted to keep him. He's a superstar. I had to. They didn't have any money. They're one of the few, or they're just about the only club besides the Packers." where the fortune isn't built on something else. Yeah, yeah. Where the yeah. owner's money doesn't come from property or Hedge whatever. funds. Microsoft, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Soccer clubs in they're England. The, <laughs> yep. They're one of the few that's all their money is because they got the Raiders for a song in the early years. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go to the LA Chargers. Corey Lindsley said we've, we've given them a hard time at offensive line. Corey Lindsley... Best center in frequency, one of the better centers in the league last year. Five years, sixty-two million. Hey, you've got a young quarterback that looks like he's going to be the real deal, Herbert, who I think is the real deal. Um, 
they're putting something around him. I love that signing. A good veteran center that's a good football player can instantly help an offensive line. Uh, they re-signed Michael Davis, the corner, and re-signed the kicker, Mike Bagley. But only the one move there, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Yep, and they should just keep putting talent into that O-line, that D-line, build around Herbert, away you go. Yep, yep, agreed. I think Chargers could be a big jump up next year. I, I honestly Me believe too. that. I- couldn't agree more. Yeah, agree if they more. get a few things right in the draft, because they've got a lot of good football players, a lot of good football players, um, and a new coach, you know, who knows? Uh, Dallas Cowboys, my Dallas Cowboys, obviously we talked about the Prescott deal. Great move. Everyone's all about it. No one's had anything negative to say about the Dak Prescott deal, which has just been really enlightening. <laughs> they then went and signed uh, O-Tackle Ty Niseki. Um, He's a real versatile guy, plays both tackles and guard. He's going to be that swing guy. Tyrone Smith, Lyle Collins both had injury concerns the last couple of years. I think he's a security blanket for them. It's only a one-year one deal. I like him a lot. Uh, they re-signed CJ Goodwin, which I'm, I'm not excited about. He's a terrible corner. But anyway, it's no money. And they re-signed Jordan Lewis for three years, who I actually um, I quite like Jordan Lewis, I think. Plays in the slot, all that sort of stuff. Does a lot of good things for him. Again, he's not a superstar. I want to see the money, but I imagine it's probably three years around the 22 to 23 million, that sort of area which is a good deal for a solid player. And the corners are getting paid this year. Everyone needs them now. Yeah, and Dallas already has its talent on the roster. Add some nice pieces in the draft. And and they've got a, a top 10 draft pick as well to go with it. So I think they'll take a corner in the top 10. I believe that. I think there'll be hopefully Patrick Certain's there. I don't know if he will be, but do you remember his dad, Patrick Certain, who played for Miami for a long time? Oh. Barely. Yeah, he's he wasn't like a super. He was he was a really good, like similar to like Antoine Winfield, like senior, not junior. He was, he was like just a real good player for a real long time. Patrick Certain, look him up. He's very 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 good player. Um, they've also got um the young corner they drafted last year, whose name uh Diggs, Stefan Diggs' brother Tra- Trayvon Diggs, who really came on strong late in the year. He was very impressive. So I, I think he's going to be all right. Let's get over to the Giants. They tagged Leonard Williams, which was after the show last week. I badmouthed them for tagging him last year. He had a terrific season this year. I'm not against them double tagging him to see if he can do it again. Um, I think he's kind of... Oh, sorry. They have re-signed him. Three-year no, deal worth $63 million. Ooh, It's a lot of money. But, you know, as I said, he played really well the last couple of years. He's been a very good player. A guy that, you know, got traded, no one wanted, and has worked his ass off to, to be a solid football player again. So, you know, I, I think that's a good move by the Giants, which kills me to say... They signed John Ross, who a lot of people remember was a top 10 pick for the Cincinnati Bengals, as my good friend Richie calls them. Um, Ran the fastest 40 time ever and is now the reason why no one gives a shit about 40 times. Simple as that. (laughs) (laughs) The sole reason why no one cares. Um, Devontae Booker, a backup running back. And Ifidi Odenig... I know this name. Odenigbo. I don't know how to say it. Um, He's a D-end. I believe he was from Cincinnati. So... Uh, no, or, no, I think he was from um, the New Orleans Saints. Either way, a solid, just just an interior guy that will help them out. Um, they did lose a couple of players. Nothing to be too excited about. I do like them bringing back Leonard Williams, but uh, all in all. Do you know, actually, just off on a side topic on the Giants. So they asked the GM, David Gettleman, who's the laughing stock of the NFL, um, asked him what they thought on Jones, the quarterback, Daniel Jones, if they were going to commit to him. And he was like, yeah, of course I'm going to commit to him. He's only two years in. Do you know how long it takes to like for the NFL to be worked out? They've fired three coaches in a row after two years. Like, <laughs> just the the hypocrisy of the comments. Like, read the room, man. 
understand, like, you're the GM of the New York Giants. If someone asked me that question, I'd be like, we just fired two coaches after two years. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to see what Daniel Jones got to, you know, has, has, has got for us. You know, we're not ready to move on. I certainly wouldn't bring the length of time he's been in the NFL as a reason you're going to keep him because all they do is fire coaches after two years. I, I, I had a good chuckle about it. They are... They're a rudderless ship, I feel, with um with, with Gettleman. I, I think he's a terrible, terrible GM, and they're they're going to pay for it for a long time. What he's doing to him. Yeah, I just why a GM or why they ever give the media sound bites? I just don't know. It was like when um the the Packers GM said, "Oh, we're not, we're not going to trade um yeah, we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. We're not that dumb." I'm like, I don't know. I just looked at your last year's 2020 draft. It looked pretty dumb to me. So <laughs> don't don't give people those quotes. We'll get just to Green Bay no. as well. I have a very funny one. Yeah, just, uh, just say no. The Philadelphia Eagles, good for agency. I, I love the Eagles being bad. I'm sorry. I, I think they're going to be awful. It. I don't know. They, they could surprise us. If, hey, if they're offensive line, if they get all their like you know older offensive linemen back and they have a good year, you never know, because that's what kind of killed him last year. Um, anyway, no, no need talking about him. Let's get to the Washington football team. Made some good moves. William Jackson, I like the third, this. the corner. Really good, really, really good corner. Three years, $40 million, Massive deal, but a very good corner. Curtis Samuel, absolute speedster. Plays a bit of running back from the Carolina Panthers last year. Plays running back, plays wide receiver, slot. A real gadgety guy can add a, a real weapon on the other side of uh, of, of scary of scary Terry McLaurin. Um, they re-signed Lamar Miller. Who cares? Running backs, no one cares. But they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. One year, $10 million. That's starting money. So the rumors mm-hmm. are he's going to compete with 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 Taylor Henneke, um, who had a really good playoff game against your boys, the Bucks. Rich, was actually played better than all the other quarterbacks that played the Bucks in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and he's going to compete, but... You know, if you're going to bring in a young quarterback, I imagine they'll bring in one in the draft somewhere. Ryan Fitzpatrick's the guy you want in front because he's going to be a leader. They're going to love him. But if you need him, he can also go in and sling the crap out of the ball and make things happen. So I actually really, really like those. I, I, I love bringing in Fitzmagic. The fact that we get one more year of Fitzmagic is is almost enough for me. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all about it. They've got a good defense already. Adding William Jackson the third is excellent for them because when you've got a good d-line which they do playing quarterback cornerback sorry is easier already yep. and he's a good one i love that signing i also love the fitzpatrick signing he rarely gets to play 16 games anymore i think he's going to this year we're going to actually see can you imagine when he puts together those five game runs he did one in at tampa he did it at miami he's done it everywhere he did it at the bills if he could put a 16 Oh, let's even let's not even be that crazy. Let's say a ten-game run like those. They win ten games. New runs with that defense, they will win ten games if he puts a run together like that. Yeah, and I love the the Curtis Samuel signing to go with it. I think um, I don't know where they're going to go in the draft, but they're the second best team in the East by a long way. Yeah, yeah, I I I think so too. I'm a bit bit worried about them to be honest. I think they're going to be pretty good. That defense is real good. That defense is great. A team I'm not worried about is the Chicago Bears who brought in... <laughs> the best thing they did was tag Allen Robinson, not let the poor bugger leave. And then they rewarded him by um, franchise tagging him by signing quarterback Andy Dalton, who was okay for the Cowboys last year, but I hope he's not their plan to be the starter because that's 
that's embarrassing if he is. Um, they brought in Jermaine and Fetty, who's you know, a, he's just have he's just doing a world tour of the NFL right now, just playing for a different team every year. Um, don't rate him. Mario Woods Jr. They re-signed again, not great. Angelo Blackson signed D Lyman, Dion Bush, not not right now. They signed they re-signed a kicker and a punter, um, Cairo Santos and Pat O'Donnell, who you know they're kickers and punters. Who cares? Everyone needs them, but I'm not. Surely Andy Dalton's not the the answer. I think he's the 2021 answer. I mean, they're picking 20. So, so who else is it going to be? You can't let Alan Robinson go. I'm sure he doesn't want to be there when he saw it was going to be Andy Dalton. He was probably like, Jesus Christ, here we go again. But you can't let him walk. You just can't. And he's not going to re-sign a deal. So you probably have to tag him and consider tagging him again into a long-term deal, depending on who you can draft. Yeah. Um, the, Bear, the Bears are going nowhere. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going backwards real quick. I think the coaches are in real trouble too. I think they're going to be done. Um, let's move on. Just quickly, NFC North quarterbacks. You've got Aaron Rodgers, obviously, the, the MVP of the league. Um, and then you've got Andy Dalton, Jared Goff at Detroit. So he's not going to be better than he was at the Rams. And uh, Kirk Cousins. They're the four quarterbacks in the NFC, uh, in the, in the NFC North. I can't pre- I can't say I'm going to predict anyone but the Green Bay Packers to win this division next year. Yeah. Um, you, you, yeah. As I say, if you want to play a fun game, uh, go look up how much Kirk Cousins has earned over his career. Oh, it's insane. It's a bit it's quarterback. A game. Quarterbacks, man. They, they get paid. He got, he, got, he got the double tag. Yeah, double tag and then got a big deal. Yeah. Got, got, a, got a massive deal. Um, fully anyway. guaranteed. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Let's move on. The uh, Detroit Lions who... Uh, the laugh of the town at the moment. Uh, they obviously got Jared Goff. We've gone over that. Jamal Williams they got from Green Bay, who was their backup, who, who's a solid running back, but I don't expect him to do anything you know, spectacular. Tyrell Williams, who was an absolute free agent bust for the... Um, I'm trying to think. I had it in my head and then I lost it. Uh, the Raiders, who they cut. Um, Josh Hill, the tight end. Romeo Aquara, they, they re-signed him. He's a solid defensive end. I actually don't mind him. His brother also plays on the team, Julian Aquara, which is pretty cool. He's a defensive lineman too. And they traded for Mike Brockers um, from the Rams. The Rams are just dumping all their crappy salary salary sniffing players onto them, um, which is which is awesome for the Rams. Uh, but again, I'm not going to talk to anything on this. I don't like anything they're doing, but I also don't think they have any other options. I think they're a really bad team. Yeah, they know they're going to be bad, but got a new coach he got a super long deal yep. he can be bad for a year yeah. or two and yep. rebuild it rebuild they need to bottom out get some draft picks um i just don't know if you if you want to bottom out why why trade for jared goff i, I guess that they got first round picks for that too because they traded staff yes so. it, was, it was for what they got back yeah yeah 100 percent. anyway now let's move on from them green, green Bay packers they re-signed aaron jones they didn't tag him re-signed him i we bagged the packers for not doing this. We said last week we couldn't believe they didn't tag him. They got a deal done. It's a lot of money. They're in a window. They're in an absolute window. They redid a few deals. They Everyone thought they were going to cut Preston Smith. Instead, they redid his deal so they could keep him. I feel like maybe they're sensing, you know what, we're right in the window here. We need to keep Rodgers happy. We can draft this year. We made a mistake last year. I think AJ Dillon was still going to do it. Everyone was saying, oh, they should have just got rid of Aaron Jones and bought in um, AJ and gave it to AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon's a power back. He'll have the same role on that team, whether Aaron Jones is there or not. He's not going to get more of a role. They would have just bought in another running back to do what Aaron Jones 
can do at a much higher level. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, but I like the signing. And you know, said, I'd be a hypocrite if I bagged them for making that move. Because I said, you know, don't sign running backs. But also, we bagged the crap out of them when they didn't tag him. So we, we have to say, you know, they're, they're trying to give Rodgers the players, which is good. Yeah, hopefully they have a good draft this year. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, they bought, didn't really bring, I, I really love Delvin Tomlinson. He's a big, strong D tackle from um, from the Giants who they've bought in. Other than that, Stephen Weatherly signed a one-year deal. Rayshard Hill, one-year deal. Chad Beebe, one-year deal. Nick Vigil, one-year deal. And then Patrick Peterson, a one-year $10 million deal. Like, I, I don't think Patrick Peterson's the player he was. It might give them a little bit of veteran leadership. This is a team that have blown first round picks on corner after corner after corner after corner and then you go and sign a guy who's past his time and probably can't contribute that much to you anymore for $10 million. I Don't stop drafting fucking corners or sign a corner. Like They're your options. Don't waste all your draft picks on crap ones and then sign a guy, pay someone else's good guy when he's finishing. It's just... I don't know, Rich. I, I think they're, they they blow my mind, the... Uh, the Vikings. I just, I never know what they're doing. And I'm getting a couple of years ago, I was on them a little bit. Like I had them for the wild card last year. I liked them last year, and I'm just getting more and more off them at the moment. Yeah, I think they've missed their window. They had it, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's move on. We've got the NFC South. Atlanta Falcons. They haven't done anything. They traded for a for a backup tight end. I'm not going to spend too long on them. Made no moves. Carolina Panthers uh, signed. Yeah, didn't, they, didn't they re-sign the QB? Atlanta, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I'm sure they redid his deal to get some cap. Oh, maybe this 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 doesn't have cap deals. This is only new. This is only kind of new new players. Okay. So yeah, but they might. Everyone, as I said at the start of the, did I say at the start of the show or before we started the show? I just I don't think the salary cap's a real thing. Like the Saints, the Saints were seventy million over it a month ago. They're under now and they're signing people. I just don't. I just don't think the salary cap's real. I don't think the way contracts can be morphed because of the guaranteed money, if you've got the coin to pay up front like the Raiders don't have, but if, if you've got the coin to just be like, all right, Tom Brady, we're just going to redo your deal, pay you all this years in guaranteed money so you get it up front, back end the, the rest of it, and we're going to save $19 million. Like that's Honestly, that's what everyone just does. They just back end and the players go, okay, you can pay me that up front. Great, because they know they're going to get it eventually. So they just they take the guaranteed. Yeah, I'm, I, I, my new, I think the Vault T-shirts this year is going to be on the back. The salary cap's a myth. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to get because I don't no, think it, it should be the no, it should be the salary cap going up. The salary cap's going. The TV, the TV rights deal's coming. The salary cap's going up. <laughs> what did I say, Bourgeois? It's going up. It's going to go up fifty million. I've got, spoiler alert, I've got go no fucking clue what the salary cap's going to do. All I know is the team's going under it every year. Um, and the Carolina Panthers, they they franchise tag their O-tackle. We talked before about, you know, keeping O-tackles around there. There's not many good ones. Taylor Moten's a solid one. He's not he's not a top 10, top 20 maybe, but he's a solid tackle. They they kept him around. Um, Pat Alphine is the next Viking. First round pick. Pretty solid guy. Plays center and guard. Again, just an average guy. Not a lot of money. Three years, $11.5 million. They're, they're barely paying him. Um, they're paying him very good value. Denzel Perryman, they get. Big, tough, inside linebacker. Doesn't cover very well, so he's not a three-down guy, hence why the money's not there. But, you know, a, a good... If, if they're running the ball, you want this guy coming downhill on a running back. He can really hit. Um, Hassan Reddick signed a one-year deal. 
He was a guy that first round pick that never did anything and then just became the, the um, Arizona Cardinals premier pass rusher last year. Um, so yeah, that's that. They signed him, which I don't mind the deal there. Uh, they they signed Morgan Fox, who's an interior defensive lineman, and then a long snapper, JJ Jansen. Nothing amazing there, but a, a few solid role players, I think. Yeah, and uh, I just don't have Teddy Two Gloves as you guy. No, I don't think they do either. But they're not paying him a ton of money in terms of quarterbacks, and that they can get out of that deal right now. The guaranteed money's ended for Teddy. Yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. Who's going to play quarterback then? Well, that that we all know the Carolina Panthers aren't. They're not lining up to compete this year. We know that. Nah, they've got some good players stuff. on offense though. Like they've they've got some solid solid receivers. You know, they they lost Curtis Samuel, but DJ Moore's a good player. I, they 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 they're going to be the team for me that maybe they just bob up and have a good year. Like who knows? But probably not. You know, I'd be I'd be surprised if they were good. They'll just be a middle of the pack sort of team, like like this year. Uh, let's move on. New Orleans Saints uh, signed James Hurst to tackle, re-signed Ty Montgomery, who's a solid guy. Franchise tagged Marcus Williams, who we talked about last week, Richie being a, a great move, um, and re-signed Jameis Winston to a one-year $5.5 million. They also re-signed... Um, what's the backup quarterback's name? I'm losing his... They read Ta- Taysom Hill's read deal. Read Taysom yeah. Hill's deal to a four-year, $140 million contract, but there's literally clauses in it that they can just get out of it whenever they want. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's we're, fake money. and it's all the back end. So basically, they're just going to do it and then hit the clause. Oh, yeah, we're not going to pay you. And I think he knows that. He knows what he's doing. But it, it cleared something like seventeen million in cap for this year. It's how they got it. You said, "How did the Saints get under?" That's how. It's that made. and they redid Breeze's deal before he retired. So, so franchise tags those are two combined. <laughs> the salary cap is a myth. I'm telling you, it doesn't exist. They may as well make it a luxury tax and just let these teams spend like the basketball. Uh, let's get to your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but it's, it's called a soft cap. If you want to go over it, you just got to pay the NFL more of a tax. You, anyone can go over it if you've got the money. So what all the rich clubs do, like the Lakers and that, they just go over it all the time and go, here you go, NBA. We can afford to pay your tax on it. We don't care. The NBA go, NBA go yummy, yummy, yummy. Gimme, gimme, gimme all your over the cap money. And everyone gets rich. It does, yeah. It's actually That's not a, it's, it's not a bad deal. The, the NBA. I don't mind the NBA. It's like also fully guaranteed contracts, which I can only imagine what would happen if the NFL did that. Like it would change the NFL forever if they could do it, but no one will ever agree to it. The owners will never agree to it. I don't think the players will ever agree it's to it either. The players shouldn't agree to it because the, the, the teams would just start paying less. Yeah, that's it. Because they wouldn't take the risk. Less years, more... Less years, less money. Less years, less money. Yeah, or the, I think the money would be there, but you wouldn't be getting the five-year, six-year deals. Like Prescott would have got a two-year, $80 million deal fully guaranteed. You know, that's that's all he would have got because they don't want to get stuck with him. Um, anyway, move on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they they tagged Chris Godwin. Love that move. They hadn't done it last week. Re-signed Gronkowski. Re-signed Barrett. Re-signed Levante David. And then they signed a couple other guys I don't care about. But they're the, they're, they were the main guys we're talking. I would almost bet anything that Sue plays for them this year. He'll do what he does every year. He'll wait till a couple of weeks before the season, then sign that one-year deal again, and I think he'll play for them next year. I think um, Tom Brady took a uh, salary hit. He didn't. He took it all in guaranteed money. I think he's done it for years. He did it at the Patriots. One thing you can say about Tom Brady is he knows how to help his team get more players to pay for them, to, to play for them. Simple as that. Now, he's not taking less money, no one believe that. He is taking more money. He's taking it up front, but he's giving them a, a salary 
cap benefit. So he's doing the right thing by the team, but he is taking more money. Believe it. Um, but I, I still like it. The thing you've missed here is the re-signing of Ryan Suckup, the kicker. Tampa oh, has Richard. had terrible kickers for a decade, for a decade. We bring this guy in last year. He was, he was good. exceptional, yeah. exceptional. I think he only missed one field goal under 40 yards and like one extra point. And I think the extra point was blocked. Yep. He, He's very good. Difference maker this year. You guys well, drafted a kicker in the second games. round. Remember, what, yeah. what, what was his name? And how did that turn out? He was like, dreadful. He couldn't handle the pressure. I wish I could remember his name. It was the laughing stock of the NFL. Um, yeah, that, that was a long time ago. You're now, as your T-shirt says, Super Bowl champions. So um, as a Bucks fan, you've you got to be happy, though. They're bringing back their kids. Uh, now, winning Roberto multiple Super Bowls... Like, multiple Super Bowls is hard to win, and but it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Like people are like, oh, as if they're going to win another one running, you know, why would you run it back? Like, why would they do that? Because you have to try if you're in the window and Brady, who knows what Brady's got left now? Like, it, uh, I, I think it's probably a couple of years still, but who knows? Take advantage while you've got him. Bring everyone back. Spend all your money every year on every single possible player you can. Do it all. The last person to go back was Brady. 0304 yeah. Super Bowls. Yep. 100%. Seahawks were real close um, a, a few years later, but the, the pick on the goal line. But you're right. It's it's very, very hard to do. Incredibly hard to do. So, yeah, I'm um I, I'm all for it. We spoke about it last couple of weeks. I wanted, and again, very, very happy. I think we had a little heartfelt message, Richie, about how happy we were for Shaquille Barrett. No one wanted him two years ago. He got a one-year, no. like $5 million deal. No one wanted him. And since the second he's hit the Tampa Bay Bucks, he has been the best edge rusher in the NFL. And he's only like the 19th highest paid right now. So uh, he, I don't think he took a hometown discount. I think that's just the market at the moment. That's what he got. I think he got the top end of the market, but deserves every bit of money he gets. And if anyone says to me, oh, he got 20 last year and only got like nine this year, look at his pressures. Look at him last year. Look at him this year. Sacks aren't the only thing defensive ends should be, should be um, assessed on. Otherwise, there'd be guys getting paid money for nothing. Um, NSC West, let's go to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Signed AJ Green, like, re-signed Kelvin Beecham, solid right tackle. Again, not a problem with it. Not a ton of money either. Two-year, four million, not a lot of money. They, they need that. Traded for the best center in the NFL in Rodney Hudson. Love it. Marcus love it. Golden re-signed. Signed JJ Watt. Again, I didn't love it from a JJ Watt standing point, but I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna say I don't like it from Arizona. Like he could be a superstar for them. Um and then they just they, they signed Andy Lee, the punter, Matt Prater, who's a, who's a good kicker, Robert Orford, they re-signed, and Tanner Vallejo, uh, the linebacker. But those kind of four, AJ Green, Rodney Hudson, JJ Watt, and Calvin Beecham. Rodney Hudson is just a great move. When you've got a young quarterback, young offensive line, you know, I, I love that move. I think he's a very good football player. You know I love centers, but I think he's a good football player. It's a super competitive league and they've made moves to get better and get better quick. Do you like the AJ Green move? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, he hasn't been elite since what? Two years ago. Maybe. Nah, it's, it's no, been... Even further back. Oh, is he... Because he, of... Last year was the only year that I watched him and didn't think, oh, it's because of injuries. Like, and I think he but might be done sort of thing. The, the other years... Like here, yeah. It's... He doesn't have to be the number one here. That's what I mean. I don't mind. Look, him and Larry Fitzgerald, that's a pretty good veteran group. Um, and then you've got Hopkins. Uh, I, I'm sorry. If AJ Green... Back. Yeah, Fitz has come back. He's under oh, contract. Shit. So I'm I, retired. Yeah, no, he's, he's coming back. So 
They're two veterans. If AJ Green, all he's got to do is get one-on-one and go deep and take the edge off. Take, sorry, take the edge off. Take the top off. Mate, it's, it's, this is the best, one of the best case scenarios for him. I don't know if he's got any left and we're going to find out. All I know is it's a good spot for him and it's a good spot for Arizona. It's not a big deal. $6 million base salary. It's, it's not a lot of money, you know? Yeah, and, and if he doesn't make... Um... If he doesn't make the fifty-three because he's injured, it doesn't cost you anything. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Arizona's off-season. I, I love. I can't reiterate enough. I love the Rodney Hudson signing. Well done. You know, you know what I'm. I'm all about the offensive line, Richie. Um, LA Rams. They got Matthew Stafford. That was the big move. You know, they have got rid of a few guys. They also signed Leonard Ford, four years, sixty-four million. I, I don't know. Again, edge rusher market though. Like, can you believe that Leonard Floyd got? $4 million total contract less than Shaq Barrett? I mean, I can because it happened. Oh, it happened, yeah. It's not... This isn't a dream. It did happen, but I don't know. I think that's overpaying. I would have gone way hard over Shaq Barrett and said, I'll give you $80 million instead of giving him 64 You know what I mean? But he's a good yeah. he's a good edge rusher. He's a good player. Um, and that's one of their strengths. We know they've got the best defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald. So, you know, I think that there's, it's strength on strength. And they've added Matthew Stafford, which we've talked about, and it's a great move. Like, they've added, one of the, they've added a top 10 quarterback in the league. Yeah, um, couldn't agree more. San Francisco 49ers, they made some good moves. I'll just start with the small ones. They signed, re-signed Jason Verrett, who, Verrett, who again, was a really high pick for the Chargers out of TCU, your, your boys, Richie, um, had his, some terrible injuries. injuries. He had early, early in his career derailed what should have been a... I'm not going to say Hall of Fame because that's probably too... No, pro, but definitely like high-end pro. pro, pro, pro yeah. Yep. Yep. He should have been awesome. And he was great his first seven year. Seven years. Yep. And then got yep. hurt. And he's he's solid still. He's still a good player. So I'm glad he's getting paid. I'm glad they re-signed him. Um, they brought in Samson Ekuban from the from the Rams, who's just a solid outside linebacker, coverage sort of guy. Um, this is this is where I really like what they've done. Use check whose nickname's Juice, I learned today. Um, use check, five years, 27 million, exactly what Shanahan wants. Great move bringing him back. Um, Alex Mack, we talked about him last week that he'd lost a step. They've had big issues at center. It, it gives them a solid football player. Um, I really like the move there. Uh, and then offensive tackle Trent Williams, six years. We, we talked about this, Rich, how much money he was going to get because he's yeah. devoured the ball right now. Um, great time. When those players are really good and then hit free agency at the perfect time. This is that. Um, six years, $138.6 million contract with $30 million signing bonus and $55.1 million in uh, guaranteed money. It's, it's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's about 33 years old too. So I imagine it's fairly... Backloaded the contract. Um, uh, it's all in, it's all in the front actually. It's it's basically oh a it is too. Yeah, it's a three year fifty five million dollar deal. So does that signing bonus included in the fifty five million guaranteed? It is, isn't it? That's part of it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically a three year deal. They can get out after three years. Which you know what? Great for Trent Williams. He's going to get paid like the best offensive lineman in the NFL. I, I tell you, a few offensive linemen and you know my man Quentin Nelson when he saw that deal went, oh man, I'm going to be so rich soon because I'm yeah. going to get that. Probably ten million more, um, and it's going to probably have more guarantees. And I'm going to play for six years, so I'm going to get all of it. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great move. I, I like what the 49ers are doing. I'm 
they were riddled by injuries last year. I are we putting are we putting all my eggs in that basket for them to win the West next year? I, I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they bounce right back after a, a you know a really disappointing year for them due mainly to injuries. Uh, Seattle Seahawks they acquired Gabe Jackson in a trade, improving the offensive line. Hopefully that keeps Russell Wilson happy for you know thirty seven seconds. Um, and then they re they signed Gerald Everett at the tight end. No Sacklepoon Ford re-signed, and they signed cornerback Akello Weatherspoon forty million dollar deal, which is a you know he's a good again another good solid corner getting paid. I don't know what's going on in this organization. I'm really confused. They've got no cap. Their quarterback doesn't want to play for them, and they've got overpaid high end players that are at the back end of their careers. I just explained it to you. Yeah. That that's their issues. But- Yes, but they're not doing anything about them. That's why I'm confused. Like, what the hell are they? What the hell are they doing? Do you know what the smartest move the Seahawks could do right now? And this kills me to say because I love him. Trade Bobby Wagner. Nah, I don't think you don't trade. We talk. You don't trade top five quarterbacks. Like, no, you don't. The Texans don't want to do it. I don't think why. They made the play. They won eleven games last year or ten games last year. Remember, they weren't a bad football team. But trade Bobby Wagner. He's very, very, very highly paid. He's a great player, but he's in the window still. Trade him while he's got good value. That, that They're the sorts of moves they've got to start doing. And I love Bobby Wagner. He's a really, really good football player and he's been a great football player for a long time. You know, but they're the guys that you've got to start clearing the cap because in two years' time, no one will want them and they're going to cost you so much money. You know what I mean? So they're the I'm moves they've got to start look. making, which suck for them. So Russell Wilson's due to get Oh, sorry, his cap hit next year. This year, sorry, is thirty-two million. Bobby Wagner's seventeen. Tyler Lockett's thirteen. Duran Reed is thirteen. Juan Brown is thirteen, and then Jamal Adams is just under ten. That's your top. Yep. Too much. Too many guys in the top end that aren't going to contribute. And their highest-paid O lineman oh, is Brown. I was just wondering if there's anyone else. Nah, they, they well, it'd probably be Gabe Jackson now. It'd probably be Gabe Jackson who they traded for. Who I actually, I, yeah. I like Gabe Jackson. I think if he's healthy next year, he'll be a, he'll be a big upgrade for them inside. But Agreed. it's, it's uh, I, I'm I'm curious about what the plan is in Seattle. I think Pete Carroll. We talked about last week. He's in a he's in a, he's on a very very hot seat, Pete Carroll, because he's the GM there too. You know, mark my words. Every, he's making all the calls. So is yeah. he the GM? I don't realize. No, that. he's not. He is, you know what I mean? He oh, okay. he makes the calls. Yeah, okay. He he runs it. So that's about, oh, that's it. So that was the last one. Richie, we've just done that in an hour and ten. That's not bad. Thirty-two teams. Do you know how proud of you I am? You're always the one that holds <laughs> us completely back when we do this sort of stuff. You won't stop waffling on about left tackles and guards and shit like that. Well, I'm also watching Richmond play Carlton right now as well. So. I am too, and I am a Carlton supporter, and you're a Richmond supporter. And what did I say before the game, Richie? I wish they would just get this over with, because Carlton will just stay in it for the last ten minutes and then lose by what? What did I say? Eighteen points? Oh, I think it's twelve. Twelve was it's it? About to be eighteen. It's like, <laughs> what I mean, I I know, I know what's going on with uh. Anyway, let's quickly go over to the top 100 free agents. This video is going to make noise. I apologize, guys. It does it every time. NFL.com. They've Stop me from now. You know, normally you, can, is your- you know normally you can mute it and then it'll um it will stay muted forever. They've changed it now, so when it's muted, it then unmutes every time it goes to the next video. So thanks a lot. Uh, let's go through 
we've got Kenny Golladay still available. Um, I think the market... Apparently, he's been offered three or four one-year prove-it deals, which, I don't know, I'd, I'd pay him. He's 27 years old. He's a great receiver. He's had injury problems. He's also been stuck in Detroit for the last four, five years. Mm. Like, I'd sign him. I, I, I think a team to look at for this guy, the Saints to look at. I think he'd be great there. But I think the hot favorite at the moment is the uh, New York Giants from all reports. Yeah. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, um, he's coming off a bad year. He's only 28. When he's right, he's right. Um, I said he's, he's, he's like... My comment on him, mm-hmm. if, he, if he wants to get the best out of himself, he should go somewhere where there's an elite guy on the other side. Do you know where I'd go if I was him? Do you, do you want to know? Browns. Browns are a good one. I'd go, I'd go to Arizona. i go back with JJ Watt. Yeah. It's where his best years were. Take a, take a one-year... He'll get one year's eight or nine million dollars if he wants that's that. What I was gonna say two one year. He'll get eight. That's eight. It's fucking eight million dollars. Take one year, eight million dollars. You've already earned a ton of money in your career. Take it. Have a massive year next to JJ Watt, and then say to Arizona, "Okay, either pay me because now I'm hot. Now I'm the number one free agent. Like I don't know. I, yeah. He will get paid. I guarantee you all the money in the world you want. He's gonna get paid. He's, sorry, he's gonna get signed. I think a lot of teams are getting more wary of him though. No one wants to give him the big deal. Um, you know, there's also the Browns would be a good spot. New England, I wouldn't hate him in New England. Mm-hmm. Get in there with Balachek, yeah, who's going to put you in great spots to succeed. To um, succeed. Yep, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind him there. Um, I wouldn't mind him going to San Fran for a year, working working beside that great D line. Um, Washington, if they could, like they can afford him. A team like Washington for a one year deal, work with Chase Young. Um, I wouldn't mind him in. Had one other team that came to mind today. Um, you know, LA. Cardinals, go to a good team where you can contribute and try and win a championship and have a big year with good players around you. That's how he's going to get paid again. Going to a crap team and having a mediocre year again, his career is going to peter out and he'll, he'll never get the big deal. Vahim, if the difference is between three, oh, sorry, let's say five million versus eight, yep. go to the good team for five. Get, get paid after it. Yep, agreed. Agreed. Uh, Will Fuller, um, best PED suspension in NFL history. Again, yeah, I, I just I didn't think the market would be there. I think people are thinking, well, he did it. He was good because he had PDs, and he's he's a burner. Yeah, oh, he'll 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 get a deal. I, it'll be again. Oh, like, get, don't get me wrong. He's going to get paid somewhere, but I wouldn't be splashing years at him. It'll be a one year. He'll be a one year guy in a, in like a week's time that gets a deal. You know, the Oakland Raiders or someone like that will pick him up with you know deep, maybe again eight or nine million dollars that one year deal where teams realize, all right, we've got the cap, we've got it to spend. He's a he can take the top off. We need that on our offense. Bang! Let's let's, let's give him eight million. You know what I mean? So, um, Juju Smith Schuster, again, not a lot of interest for him. Um, he's a great he's a number two. Guy. Yeah. yeah, but he's very good. And do, do you know how old he is? Guess right now how old he is. He'd be twenty five. Twenty four. He's twenty four years old. Oh. And he's on his first contract. Just if I was him, you know what I'd be taking? A one year deal with a good team too. What if he went to Buffalo one year, opposite side of Stefan Diggs? He's the he's the well, genuine number two. Slot receiver Cole Beasley doesn't have to play a ton of slot. He just takes a freaking top off all year, has a thousand yards, eight touchdowns, then he gets paid at age twenty five for five years. What's your one? You should be going to go to the Chiefs. Replace um Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watts. Yeah. Take a good deal. Go there. The other thing would be fun if he went to like the Ravens. 
Oh, oh yeah. Because he was the one that was dancing on the logo. Imagine if he was yeah, like, all right, Baltimore. That'd be great. I now hate Pittsburgh as much as you do. Let's go. <laughs> that would be... I, I'd enjoy that. I, you know, I, I love a good... I love a good rivalry. I enjoy it. A um, couple others. Mitchell Schwartz, 32. Again, injuries are a concern. He's been the best right tackle in football for the past four or five years comfortably. Um, there are retirement whispers. I don't know. I think he, get, he can get a one-year deal somewhere for probably 12 or $13 million. It's just going to be up to him. He's earned enough money. Like I don't think he has to play football anymore. If he wants to at this point. I think that's what it's going to be. And he won't go to a Jaguars for a year. He will be going. There's also the opportunity, like... There's nothing to say that in a couple of months' time he wants to play and he goes back to the Chiefs and says, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll come back for one year and see what I've got in me. I'm, my family's here. We, I live here. I'll play for one year for $8 million and you know, I'll play right tackle for you and try and, we'll try and win a championship. If my body's not there, you know, no hard feelings. There's, I, I think there's a real chance that happens. I would love that, actually, if that happened. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, Carly, guys, Justin Houston, I think he's past it. He'll get a, you know, a one-year, three or $4 million Again, on a good team. Hopefully back at the Colts. The Colts have got cap. I think that, that might happen there. Yep, 100%. T.Y. Hilton, who was ranked 33, age 31. I still think he's got some in the tank if he's in the right he had a good season spot. Last year. He did. He was injured a lot. That's the problem. Um, again, I'm, I'm bringing them up a lot. The New Orleans Saints, he'd be a great spot to go in there, um, work with Mike Thomas, work with Slant Boy. Um, What's the chance he ends such a good insult. Um, Shut up, slant boy. What are the chances he goes back to um, Hi, to the Colts? I think he'll get re-signed on when you deal with the Colts. You've got to remember, he's been there his whole career. He's 31 yeah. years old. So he's been in the NFL for eight years. His family's there. His life's there. If, if there's no massive interest and he's going to get similar money to stay at the Colts, he won't have to re, re he won't have to move his family. You know, a lot of the time there's guys with kids when they're only on a one-year deal they end up going and st- and just going on their own and renting an apartment. Like these guys don't rent like, you know, 300 buck a week apartments either. Like they're renting $100,000 a year sort of apartments. Like I think they'll look into the money and go, you know what? I- I'm If they're close, I'll just stay. And but also, you know, the one other thing when they're close is state tax can be the difference. Yeah. And Indiana's, it's not like it's zero, but it's pretty low. So I think it's only like 3% or something. So yeah. I think he ends up back at the Colts. Yeah, I think so too. A couple of others just quickly I want to touch on. Adoree Jackson, 25-year-old cornerback, has had really good moments in Tennessee. Um, I think he's a really good player. I can't believe he hasn't been signed after some of the other corners that have been, that have been signed. Mm. He is a bit streaky. He has like good games and bad games, and his good's really good, and his, his bad can be really bad. But first-round pick, elite athlete, a team's going to take a chance on him. And again, what other corner... I said, I'm surprised all night I've been saying I've been surprised by the cornerback market. I'm surprised he hasn't been signed. I'd prefer him over a Wuzier, Jordan Lewis. Like, I'd love if the Cowboys picked him up for a couple of year deal for $25 million if they could afford it. Um, but, you know, I think, again, a lot of these guys now, you probably see they're probably going to go back to, you know, the Titans. So, he'll, he'll probably go back to their home. Um, David Andrews, a center out of New England. Really good center. Still only 29 years old. He he missed the season. Have, um, yeah, he had the yeah, career career threatening blood yeah. clots. Apparently, um, he, he, sorry, he came back in twenty twenty. Played this year, he's fine. I think he would be a great again 
I'm going to go back to a team I know. If the Cowboys signed him, I would be so excited to put him in that line with the other guys around him. Um, he's that sort of guy. He's kind of probably after the draft, who didn't get the pieces they need, also plays guard. You know, oh, we, we didn't get that center we wanted in the first round that was going to fill our role. All right, hey, David Andrews, two years, 18 million, let's go. First year guaranteed, what do you reckon? Where, where a contender you in? Yeah, you know, maybe the Raiders after trading Rodney Hudson, someone like that, bring him in. Um, and then I just... A few others um, that we like. Melvin Ingram getting a bit old now, unfortunately. Again, I think he's back at the Chargers next year. Everyone knows he's a leader of that team. We saw it in hard knocks. I think he goes back there. Um, Anthony Harris, the safety out of Minnesota, had a huge year the year before last. Dropped off this year. He was hurt a little bit. Um, I think he'll get a deal, but not the deal he wanted. He was franchise tagged, though, so he got a lot of money last year. Um, One I do want to run past you, Chris Carson running back from... The Seahawks. Seahawks. 26 years old. He was an undrafted guy. Just never shown number one running back talent. No. And it goes back to my thing. Never pay for other teams' draft steals. You know what I mean? Like, if a team gets a steal with a a running back that was undrafted, how many of them, like, go to another team and then just are terrible and don't play in the NFL two years later? Don't be that team that pays that money. That's what you got to be careful of. And running backs, they just don't get paid, unfortunately. You don't need to. You sure as hell don't need to pay for Chris Carson. You tell me you can't find him in the draft? Yeah, you can easily. You can find 20 of him. Um, He'll be brought in as a, as a camp running back for $1.2 million. Fast fire. The minimum you can pay. Fast fire to finish up. Richard Sherman, 33. No, thanks. Would anyone want him? Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll end up on a roster. He'll end up at the Jets with Salah as a veteran guy. Guarantee it. Um, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, they need still, Sammy Watkins still only 28 years old. No interest whatsoever. I wouldn't want him. He's always hurt and he's not that good. Um, no. Antonio Brown. I'll bring him back for what we paid him this year. Yeah, I think I think he's realizing that's his market. I think he will come back. I think he will. Fuck, that'd I think, be, too. I think he will for sure. Uh, running through... And Dharma Kinsu, we talked about. I think he'll go. Um, Xavier Woods, 26-year-old safety. I think the Cowboys will bring him back. Um, he's a solid player. He's not a superstar, but he's solid. Uh, that's really all. Um, actually, I got Keanu Neal, first-round pick for the Falcons, injured the last couple of years, is a good player. Do you think Dan Quinn in Dallas? Big safety issues in Dallas. Do you bring him in? That's the obvious one because he drafted him, so he's going to speak highly of him because you never want to admit your mistakes. You're going to pay him um, nothing. He's, he's going to get that's nothing. That's the obvious storyline. Yeah. There, there are so many corners and safeties that are free agents right now. You've got your pick. So if you think you can get something out of him, then yeah, pull the trigger. It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. De- Desmond King, the same. D-back, 26 years old. He played for the Chargers last year. Um, solid plays safety as well. There are so many safeties and cornerbacks. I'll, I'll, still I'll run through some. Bashard Breland, Quinton Dunbar, Casey Hayward, Malik Hooker, Troy Hill, <laughs> Kareem Jackson. This is I'm just going to the top 100. Uh, there's tons. There's there's so there are many. so many. That's all. I'm actually surprised that so many of them got paid at the start. I just thought it was such a deep. There are still some of those guys I just said. Bashard Breland is a great slot corner. There are some there's some good players. Like there's some good players left. There's gonna be I said a lot of those guys though will will want money that teams aren't willing to offer them right now. But come the draft, say the Cowboys have pick ten 
and they don't get Patrick Certain the second, and they go, shit, we didn't get that guy. All right, bang, who's out there? All right, Bashar Breland, get in here. Desmond King, get in here. Let's go. One-year deals, we need you. If you look through the list of top 100 free agents mm-hmm. that haven't been signed yet, it is all washed-up running backs, average safeties, and yep. average corners. Yep. All average there. starting there guys, though. They're starting yeah. guys, though. And they're, they're going to get they contracts. They won't be now. No. They won't be now. No. Interesting, though. Um, all I know is that the free agency was really fun. Really, really fun. I, I love it. You, it hasn't even like started the, yet. The official... I think it has now. But yeah. Do you like the official... Um, tampering. I hate it. Period. I, yeah, like, I don't like it either. Get rid of it. Set a date and don't let teams sign anyone before that like, or talk to them. And the second it happens, goes like or, crazy. Or start it. Ba- start at the day that you that they're all tampering. Just move the timeline and go. This is the, this is the day you can start. I mm. yeah, because they call it the illegal tampering period or the legal the tampering. Tampering. I don't period. get it. It basically just means you can sign. I guess what it means is you can agree to deals. It's almost like, hey, we're going to agree to all these deals on the first day. And then, you know, three days later, another guy comes up. It's like, oh, sorry. Um, sorry, Chippeday Awuzie, but we signed another guy that we think can do the same thing for less money. So we're going to renege on our deal, <laughs> which happens. Oh, it, it happens. You will never trust your organization again. Like, I'm sure Josh Snake McDaniels does that all the time. <laughs> hey guys, you want you want a deal? Okay, you got it. Tw- Twenty million. Three days later, three million. I don't know why. I, I I I think the Patriots will be good again, and I'll be having them in the playoffs next year. I think with what they've added and what they're going to add, although they they can't draft, so they have to add it in the free agency. Um, but with what they've added, what they're going to get back from um from uh, COVID players and. They've lost a couple of offensive linemen, but we all know the Patriots an offensive line factory. So they'll bring in five more that are good. That's what they do. They do it all the time. And they bought Trent Brown in too. So I think they'll be good again. But for so many reasons, I don't want them to be good again. And it's not because of Belichick. I, Josh McDaniel showed last year, he has almost zero ability to operate without Tom Brady. He also showed us that at Denver. He's coached somewhere else before and he was an absolute burnout there. I'm. I don't. I rate him as a coach in New England in his little bubble with Tom Brady. Everywhere else, and remember a couple of years ago, those guys I can't remember their names where they did a top ten offensive minds in the NFL, and they had Josh McDaniels as one. And we were like, yeah, let's see him without Brady. I don't think Brady leaving does anything to Belichick's legacy for me anyway. But my golly, it hurts Josh McDaniels' legacy. It. I genuinely believe there's there's two periods of, of. Of the Patriots dynasties, there's the first three that were all Belichick, yes, and then the second three that Brady is so much more a part of. Yep, agreed. And that wasn't all Belichick's fault. He's lost it. Like last year wasn't his fault. He lost a. T- we said if he can make the playoffs this year with that roster, he's a superstar. And yeah, at one point he was doing it. Like we thought they were going to do it, but you know, mm. I think Cam Newton let them down a lot last year, but. You know, they're going to add... His his complaint was, oh, I didn't have any talent around me. Well, they've added some talent around you. Yeah. The more and more they learn about COVID, the ongoing issues that the people can have. Yeah. It's... Everyone's like, oh, I get the flu, I get over it. Like, shit, that shit can linger. And America's... It's not getting better over there. 
Well, actually, right, that's not true. It is getting better, but it's it's not like Australia where we're like, in Victoria. We even had a case for what we had two cases just after Christmas. We had a quick five day lockdown. I think since no since started December last year, we've had two cases in Victoria or something like that. It's real low. We've been at zero for about about a month and a half now. Um, it, it almost feels like it's not a concern anymore, although it is and it's on everyone's mind. But it's it's not. It's like we're pretty much back to normal, you know. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you everyone for being here. Thank you to our beautiful sponsors, Burnley Brewing. Um, thank you to our Patreon supporters. I'm going to do the Chase Winovich helmet tomorrow. Promises to everyone. I've been flat out. I've got some time tomorrow afternoon, so I'll make sure that gets done. Um, this month's helmet, Mark Andrews. Uh, if you want to be a Patreon, links below uh, in the description. Please sign up. It's $10 a month. It's first prize is a signed mini helmet, jersey, um, a few other bits and pieces coming up. It's, it's a mystery. I, I tell you at the start of the month which one it is, but for $10 a month, it's nothing. And the second prize is a box of beer from our, our great friends at Burnley Brewing. So, um, you know, which is, it, it's it's a high-end beer. It's not the VB you buy from, although I like VB too, but it's, it's not your low-end beer from Aldi. This is a quality beer. Um, I'll put together a little assortment pack for you and I'll send it over. So, um, yeah, it's certainly worthwhile, that second prize too. So, thanks to our patrons. Thanks to Burnley Brewing. Richie, Thank you, mate. Free agency is awesome. It's not going to be over. Um, interviewing uh, a big-time guy tomorrow night at 1 a.m. my time. Again, I'm not going to tell you because I didn't tell you last week and it was my fault. Um, we couldn't do the interview last week. It was my fault, not not him, but um, we're doing it tomorrow night. I cannot wait. Everyone's going to be super excited when you find out who it is. He's a big name in the football industry. So, Richie knows who. It's no, very. I can't believe you got him. I know, and I'm super excited because he shares just my absolute love of offensive line. So I cannot wait to talk to him. Um, so next week's show, it'll be an interview with him. Might just be a little bit of me and Richie at the start, and then myself and and Corey from the Fantasy Football Podcast will be doing the interview with this guy. Um, so that'll be awesome. Fantasy Football are doing a show next week as well, which we can't wait for. Their first one back, going to do some free agency reviews for fantasy implications. Um, College Boys will be doing one in the next couple of weeks as well. Their first one at the vault. So everything's re- trending up. What off season? It's the NFL. It's a 365, seven day a week, 24 hour a day gig, the NFL. It is the best sport in the world. We love it and it never sleeps. So I'm all about it. Richie, my man, Buck supporter, glad all your gear came. I love it. You look like Mr. Buccaneer now. Wear it everywhere you go. Be proud because you never know when the next one's coming. So enjoy it. Enjoy it very much. Um, Thank you for being here. See everyone next week.